This is Frederick Douglass Bussey, founder of Icon Status and the Seven Figure Circle Million Dollar Mastermind. If you want to learn how to level up and be successful through masterminds, then you should listen to my good friend, Brandon Straza with the Mastermind Effect. You love to learn, grow, and improve yourself, but you're still not where you want to be? The right mastermind can be the ultimate secret weapon when it comes to personal development, but trying to find the one that's built for you isn't always easy. Welcome to the Mastermind Effect, the one and only show that focuses on helping you cut through the noise, invest in yourself, and move past your natural limits. This is everything you need to know about masterminds, brought to you by your host, Brandon Straza. Hey everyone, today we've got the founder of the Seven Figure Circle Million Dollar Mastermind, Frederick Douglass Bussey. We learn how his educational upbringing, thanks to his mother, helped shape him at a young age by homeschooling and instilling his early entrepreneurial drive. He talks about how we're going through a big shift, not only in the middle class, but how COVID is accelerating the change of education as we know it. And we get into how you can learn to educate yourself to learn what is true and valuable. Check it out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. You know, I believe the only way to unlock your potential is to tap into the experience of others. And today, to help us, we have got the founder of the seven-figure circle million-dollar mastermind, Frederick Busey. Frederick, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me, Brandon. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Hey, I always like to get this out of the way in the beginning. If someone feels like they really jam with you and they realize that they want to connect with you, what is the best place for them to find you either through social or just personally reach out to you? You know, I'm on Facebook Messenger all the time. If somebody wants to shoot me a message, it's real easy. Frederick Bussey and Facebook on Frederick.Bussey on Instagram. You can send me a direct message there. I love to connect and have conversations with people all the time. So that's the easiest way to connect. Or you can shoot me an email at info at frederickbussey.com and I'll be sure to check go straight to my phone. So I'll be happy to connect with you and have a conversation. Yeah. And I apologize. I said, I, I pronounced your last name incorrectly. So Frederick Bussey and your information will also be in the show notes. So if you want, just check it out right there. We'll make sure that when they realize the value that you continuously bring to the people that are around you, they're going to reach out. So, all right, let's rewind a little bit and talk about education and learning, you know, the ability to have access to, you know, ways to learn today has drastically changed over the last five, 10, 15 years. When we were younger, you know, it was textbooks and teachers and, and, you know, our friends around us. And then eventually it became the people that we worked with, but that's only like a sliver of what's really possible. How has your learning changed from your early years versus today? So I'm going to tell you something that's interesting. I don't know that it has, and I think that's a good thing because my learning experience was very different growing up. My mother homeschooled myself and my siblings for all 12 years. And because she was a teacher, elementary school teacher, she had the background to actually create a school environment for us, but in our home, and yet not with a traditional school model. In other words, she tailored it around each of us. And so she would make lesson plans for the week. And then I had the ability to go through and, and do them at my own pace. But she had to stop me. She had to start doing it day by day because otherwise I would do the entire week in like a couple of days and then I have nothing else to do. So 
I could finish all my schoolwork by noon and then I could be off doing whatever else I wanted to do. And so it kind of set that self-motivational factor for me going in. And I think it paid off because over the years, as I got curious about doing other things and I got curious about entrepreneurship, it allowed me to be able to take that risk because I was not tied to a traditional model of thinking or learning and needing permission from somebody else to do certain things. And I was still kind of ingrained in me. I did go to college, and so there was a little bit of that regimented thinking, I believe. But overall, if anything, the shift that came about for me was that I felt more empowered to take more ownership as I got older. And so certainly, especially in the last seven to 10 years, YouTube University, Podcast University, has been one of my best friends, uh, just in terms of being able to search and find information on anything that I wanted to know and even things that I didn't know I wanted to know. Right. So for me, it's been a rich kind of experience. Wow. And think about how, how that really correlates to today, to what we've got going on. Obviously the pandemic is still going on and how the children of today are taking in information and what they have access to is more virtual, more through zoom. And by having that home environment, I mean, I can't imagine like how it enriched you and how it it gave you the power to continue to be who you are. That's amazing. I think it set me up perfectly for being an entrepreneur and even for parenting now. I've got three young ones and we've been homeschooling our oldest for the last couple of years. And it's allowed us to be able to tap into her own uniqueness. And also it's, I think it's helped to accelerate the learning of her siblings because she's eight, the youngest, the next youngest is four and my baby is two. And so they're able to kind of absorb the things. She's able to turn around and teach them things, which helps strengthens her own learning and her own ability to learn, which we all know that when you teach others, it helps to cement the information and the knowledge in your own head. And so I think that we're at a pivotal time. It may actually be one of the great things that comes out of the coronavirus in that people start to discover the power of your home environment to nurture your children's learning, right? Um, A lot of parents are being challenged around that. There's a joke going around that when, you know, parents, they can't wait for their, their kids to go back to school because they, you know, they realize how valuable teachers are. But there is a role that parents play in educating their children. And I think that if parents are open to embracing that aspect of it, they realize that there's a lot more value that they can give their child than they ever really imagined. Yeah. And I think it's, that's the importance right there is realizing it's, it's not the school's job to babysit our children. Right. They're there to lay some found, you know, to help lay the foundation that we also do, you know, on the home front or should be doing from the home front as well. Right. Right. So I think that's super important right there. So, you know, Mm -hmm. let's, let's talk about, you know, how we're taking in information and we can take in more information than ever in history. The amount of, the amount that's available to us is just, it's endless. So, you know, I realize that, you know, who I learned from, who I can take in, you know, it's changed over time and, and, you know, and, and who I find that holds me accountable. Who are you currently learning from and how did you find them? There are uh, probably multiple sources, right? So one of the things that I do as a coach, you know, I believe it's integral and imperative that coaches have coaches. And so I have a coach, it's a husband and wife team, Chad and Holly Oxted, who guided me through the process of being a better coach in the business side of coaching as well. And so they provide a ton of value for me in that regard. 
And then there are other people that I've learned from simply by observing or reading their books and things of that nature. It's possible to get mentorship and coaching from people from afar, you know, through YouTube University, different courses. I subscribe to, I couldn't even tell you how many different email lists of people because I'm learning different things and gleaning from it. I've always been addicted to reading. And so it can work against me in the email box. If you look at my unread email list and it's insane, but I'm learning from a lot of different people. I love Jay Abraham, Grant Cardone, Jen Rohn was invaluable with the knowledge he had. It's, it's, it's classic, priceless. Bob Proctor, who else? There's so many different people that I've learned from Evan Pagan, Jeff Walker, some of the first people. Because I'm an entrepreneur, you know, um, Gary Vee and, and different people like that. There is that aspect of it. So there's coaching, there's finance, there's entrepreneurship, there's business. There's just so many different people that you can learn from. The books for everyone from Robert Kiyosaki on down to I can't even name a book right now that I can think of in particular. There's so many different people I've gleaned wisdom and understanding from. And so uh, those are some of the top names. And I think they're top names for a reason, right? Because they impart so much value. Yeah. And they, a lot of the value that they give or that they share is free. Mm-hmm. They sit there and they want to have an open source of where you're able to access that. And I recognize right. the majority of the names. And the one thing that I found through the interviews is there's not just one person that you go to. You're like, I get all my knowledge from this one place. It's like, now I've got my coach here. I've got Mm -hmm. my mentor here, my accountability person here. I've got Mm -hmm. this here. And you're taking it in from all different segments. And I think that's important. Absolutely. You've got to be diverse because the different types of information that you get, you're going to receive it in different ways, right? And so it's not always clear the way that one person says it. Someone else may talk about the exact same topic. And in fact, a lot of these gurus and and teachers and coaches say a lot of the same things, but they give a different perspective on it. They have a a twist in their own story or, or experiences that they've had. And so that kind of gives you a different texturizing of that information. So you're able to see it in different lights. And I think that's important, especially when you're talking about entrepreneurs, because it allows you to be able to not just theorize it, right? You can take it and apply it in different situations. Even when you have not necessarily had that direct experience, but because you've been able to see, oh, this person had a similar experience, I can take that little nugget and put it with this and combine it, and then it creates an exponential amount of value. Whereas instead of one, in one way, if you only get it from one teacher, if you don't encounter that exact situation, you're bumping up against a wall because now this is a whole new world. Yeah. That's the great thing about entrepreneurship and working with people that aren't always in the same industry. You hear one little piece that has nothing directly, you know, and how you can plug it into your business because theirs is completely different, but you take it Mm -hmm. and you can insert their experience and their knowledge in it. And all of a sudden it just it expands what you're able to do. So, you know, let's, you know, talk about what we're able to do and and sometimes what we're not able to do. I feel that sometimes we get stuck and a lot of the time it's, we play in our own head and it's not a good place to be. Right. We've recently, and we're, we're still going through a pandemic. And I believe that this is creating a reset per se. And what's able to actually be accomplished how have masterminds helped you when you're looking to reset yourself and, in essence, you know, get unstuck? So think about the word unstuck, right? 
it literally means motionless. You're having an inertia in your life, in your business, whatever the case may be. And we literally almost had a economic and social inertia happen. We were stuck in the house, literally, for weeks, almost months at a time. Some people are still stuck. And so that lack of inertia means that there has to be some sort of a force to get you going again. It's about energy. Even mindset is energy, right? Um, when you are depressed or feeling stuck, your mind isn't really moving. It's kind of in a idling loop, so to speak. And so the power of a mastermind is that you are able to harness the power of other people's minds, the other people's momentum and their activity, and it can motivate you, right? It challenges you. It pushes you. If you feel uncomfortable because other people are being successful and you're not, that's a good thing because it lets you know that you're not content. Now you can ask questions that can spark ideas, that can spark action, which can spark momentum, which is what we're all after. Because every business is just after momentum. We're trying to pick up speed. We're trying to activate. We're trying to get going. And that's the beauty of a mastermind is that you're around other like-minded people that are becoming sort of a hive mind. And they're creating this activity. They're creating these ideas. They're creating possibilities. And so that's exciting. And Believe it or not, entrepreneurship in a way is its own form of entertainment in that it thrills you. It gives you this high when you are creating something, which I believe that's where we're all supposed to be. And when we're showing up in our highest self, we are in creativity. We are coming up with new ideas, innovative ways of doing things and saying things and becoming. And so that's, that, to me, that's the hidden secret of a mastermind. A lot of People look at it, well, am I going to get this knowledge or I'm going to make this amount of money? But the hidden secret really is about the energy that is created because you are around this power of possibility all the time. And that's so, so important. Yeah. I love how you, how you phrase that and how you explain, especially that, you know, the unstuck part, you're not moving and that, that, that you're not moving. Right. Yeah. That's brilliant. So, you know, continuing on the mastermind side of it, they've been around for a long time. Mm -hmm. from the apostles to Benjamin Franklin to Napoleon Hill, who wrote the book that kind of allowed people to understand, you know, what masterminds were, you know, were supposed to be. I feel like there continues to be this huge boom of self-education over mm -hmm. traditional education. Where do you really see it going over the next five, 10 years, the difference between, you know, self-education versus the traditional education route because of masterminds, because of, you know, the ability to have access to everybody? I think it's going to explode and I think it's going to explode out of necessity. What we are experiencing through COVID is unprecedented in our lifetime and in several lifetimes, really. I was listening to Ray Dalio talk about the fact that, you know, every hundred years or so, there is a significant cultural change or shift in society where the world is no longer how it was before. And so we kind of saw that post-COVID, there was the Industrial Revolution. After that, it kind of led into the World Wars. And then we came into this new modern society where really the middle class was born. And I think that we have been trending towards the death of middle class that a lot of people talk about. And I think that it's probably going to accelerate that. A lot of people are still hoping that things go back to the way that they were. And I don't believe that that's probably possible. I don't think it's ever possible to go to the way things were because it's in the past period. But because this shift has been happening so rapidly, right, 
I heard Pia Maloney say uh, that COVID represents the future. In other words, there were things that were coming down the pipeline in 10, 20 years anyway, but it just accelerated everything and compressed it into a few weeks. And so we saw companies that have been around for centuries die, right? And we're going to see a lot of universities die over the next year or two because they simply don't have the money to not make revenue from sports, from students' intuition, from activity that goes on. We're going to see towns die because they're built around these universities. And it's sad, but it's true because people's inability to accept innovation and accept the future is directly tied to their ability to learn and educate themselves. There was a quote that I tweeted maybe a year ago. I think it was from Paul Graham, and it talked about he was teaching his son that one of the most important skills in the new century is going to be the ability to unlearn and learn new skills, right? And that ability is tied to the fact that you have to believe that you have the power to learn something new and to recreate your life. And those who can accept that, those who are exposed to and embrace that, that mindset are going to be poised to do so much better in the future than those who are not. If you are tied to a traditional model where you need a teacher and you need a classroom and you need a textbook and you need them to tell you what is right and wrong and you need to do well in a quiz, then you're going to be stuck in this paradigm that is no longer existing. You're going to let other people define your earning power. You're going to let other people define your lifestyle. You're going to let other people define your identity. And so for those who would be leaders free to move around the planet and to be everything that they feel that they're capable of becoming, they're going to have to learn how to embrace the ability to educate yourself, to learn what is true and valuable, and to understand how to embrace that and to recreate that in the world to come. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the only thing that is, that is constant in life is change. Right. Things yeah. are bound to change. And the minute you get comfortable, you're going to kill yourself. <laughs> and I'm not saying yeah. literally, but I believe that comfort kills. And mm-hmm. that's why, you know, surrounding yourself with people like yourself and all these other amazing people that want change to happen, yes. you're ready to embrace it. It's like, hey, listen, the death of the small business, the death of the college, and what do you actually do with it? We can mm-hmm. sit there and we can curl up or we can sit there and be like, this is opportunity. Right. And I'm going to seize it and I'm going to make that change. Yeah. And it's so utterly important to have more people like you and, and me and all the amazing people that, you know, that are out there that want to make that change happen. So, you know, typically when, you know, moving on, typically when someone invests in their future, they have a better than vague idea of what they're going to get out of it. We're able to have an expectation, I would say, mm-hmm. of what the outcome is going to be. Right. What should people expect when they enter Frederick's reality. I'm going to expose you to what is possible for you, right? The more I coach, the more I have conversations with people, I realize the limits that we place on ourselves. I think that one of my gifts is the ability to see what is possible for other people and then to be able to help them to translate that and create that for themselves. One of the things that actually breaks my heart is when I look at people and I hear them say, I can't do that. You know, I don't, I don't have the money. I don't have the time. I'm not smart enough. And I just, I want to introduce them to the better version of themselves, you know, that exists inside them already, but they just have never met that person. They have never met that gift. 
They don't understand because they haven't been exposed or they've been taught or programmed negatively. So when you come into my world, I'm going to introduce you to the world that exists around you that is possible for you. You know, I'm, I don't think of myself as quote unquote a guru or a coach so much that I have all the answers. What I am learning to master is asking the right questions that unlock the possibilities for you. Yeah. It's knowing what to ask so you can extrapolate that out of them and they can find that inner success, yeah. that inner person that's like, they can flourish and they can make that yeah. change. And then that ripple effect happens. Yeah. It's being curious, right? And curiosity is the mother of creativity because it's, it's asking the question, what if, what is possible? What if I did this? What if I took the lid off and let everything out? Right. So what we are very good at is painting in the lines, closing in the boxes, building the walls. We're great at doing that because that's what we're taught to do. We're taught to put ourselves inside of those containers. But what if you take those containers apart? Not just think outside the box, but what if you just dismantle the container? What if you realize that the container is actually imaginary and that it doesn't exist except that people have told you it exists and that you really are limitless? You really are powerful beyond measure. You really are creative. There is no such thing as creative as a type of person. We all are. We've just limited our creativity based on what we were taught or exposed to. So what if is a great question to start with, right? Instead of always assuming that you can't, you know, why not? I love to ask that question. When people say I can't do something, why not? Yeah, just keep coming back with them until they're just like, I don't have an excuse for that one anymore. So, I mean, you know, no. go from there. Let's kind of continue down that journey of the people that enter your world. I think there's always, you know, new ideas brewing during prosperity. But I think true innovation and ingenuity comes at a times when we like, we feel the squeeze like we are right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What are you working on right now that's going to take place over the next 12 months that you're really excited about that you can see the impact that it's going to make? Oh man, a couple of things. But the biggest thing is a seven-figure circle, which is my mastermind program for entrepreneurs who want to go from six to seven figures, and just perfecting that in terms of how we can deliver more and more value. I think that the program in and of itself is incredible. I'm excited for what we're offering. I'm also just excited for what people are being able to create through that, right? And what they will be able to create as we bring in more members. To be honest with you, what COVID did for me was that it actually simplified things, it clarified. One of the things that I would, I had a lot of ideas and th this year had multiple plans for things I was going to unveil and unleash. And what I did was I narrowed my focus to just this thing, to just building out the coaching program. And it's allowed me to actually free up the time to be with my family, to reset myself and be refreshed. And I'm not obsessing over this thing. I'm able to think about one thing in particular and how I can perfect it, how I can do the things around it to make it more valuable and more impactful for people. That's what I'm most excited about. I got some other stuff in the fire, but um, we're going to keep letting that brew for a little while until, until we kind of pass this period. And I think that we've kind of started to deliver the value for people. And in terms of we can kind of talk about it and do some other things as well. Awesome. And, and let's talk about those people. You know, people have a way of surprising us which is great, you know, because of their willingness to learn. Right. The rooms that you put together, you're, you're hand selecting. You're sitting there saying, you know, these are the type of people I want to surround myself with. Has right. anyone 
that's been to your mastermind surprised you with what they were able to accomplish and what was the outcome of someone going through your mastermind? So, well, the mastermind, this mastermind is new, mm -hmm. but the one that I ran last year, you know, I have several people that are really doing some really cool things, right? I and mean, some of my past clients are really seeing some, some incredible results right now. I'll talk about one of my clients who was, um, he used to work at a logistics company, right? And he was making about $30,000 a year. He was making music on the side. He'd been a producer. He had had some success, but the music industry is very much about the gatekeepers, right? And so you're trying to find permission. And so one of the things that we were able to do was help him to discover a business model that goes around that. So he created samples for companies that actually other producers use, right? So long story short, he started to see some success from that, selling samples on a few websites and things like that. And he was making decent money to the point where his wife said, well, you know, if you, you keep doing this, you did this full time, you could replace your own, your old income, right? So he's making 30 to $45,000 $35, a year. And he's planning to save up his money, quit his job in about six months and try and do this thing full time. But before he can do that, they fire him like three months later, call him into the office and say, hey man, you just, you know, your head's not in the game. So, and he's like, yeah, it's not. And so they set him free to do that. And so he started building his business. In that first year, he did about $150,000 in income. So he 5X'd his old salary. But this year, he's already surpassed that. He's probably going to do half a million to a million, if not getting a, better, a bigger deal, which I would estimate is probably going to be about seven figures. I don't want to speak on it too much. But he's been able to you know, exponentially increase the capacity of his life and his earning earning potential and things of that nature are just one of the beautiful things about being a, being a coach and being able to walk along somebody alongside someone and to see what they're capable of and then to see them even exceed what they believe they're capable of. Yeah. And you said something that really caught my attention, which was he's able to exceed the potential in his life. Yeah. That's huge because he found his passion. He knew what it was and working through you and going through your teachings, your mastermind, he's able to sit there and see what's important yeah. and probably spend more yeah. time with his family. Oh, yeah. 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 He was already working from home, but now with his wife working there, he's still able to exceed his output. And I mean, <laughs> it's funny. I see him doing all the different home improvement things because he, he and his wife, they've been married for a couple of years, you know, and he just bought a home. He'll be able to pay off his house. He'll be able to, you know, he's got a couple of new cars and things of that nature. And it's not so much that, but it's his life is so much more free. And I can see that. And the stress level is so much lower because he's doing, like you said, what he's passionate about, what he's great at. And he's seeing the rewards of that. And a lot of times people preach about pursuing your passion, but then they don't talk about how you can actually monetize that to create the freedom to actually be better at it and to get more out of it. And when you have someone walking alongside you, keeping you accountable and helping you to simplify that process, it makes it so much easier. A mastermind is just that times five or 10 or whatever the size of your mastermind is. You know? So it's a great thing. And I, I love showing up for the calls every week because I learn things as well. I get blown away by the way that people can pour into each other and the way that we can pour into them 
Yeah. And it's, and it's not just one person. The host of the mastermind is not the center of the universe. They're part of that circle. And it goes around and each person's able to thrive and learn and take something away. It is about that eternal circle of everyone right. going around and sharing their successes, their failures, because we only really learn from our failures. And we learn from other people's experiences and it's so impactful. So sticking in the subject as we're coming closer to the end here, you know, success. So I was talking to one of my coaches and, you know, we're talking about what it takes to create success, mentorship, willingness to invest in yourself, experimentation, partnerships, willingness to fail yeah, as well. And the one that I really stopped on was our willingness to succeed, I think is something that sometimes gets in front of us with sensitivity of social media and you know everything going on out there i think sometimes we're afraid to talk about our successes what do you feel it takes to get over the hump in your fear of actually being successful that's a great question it's a great question it's something that's not talked about enough i think there's a couple of aspects a couple of aspects to it one is that success is actually traumatic we forget that growth in and of itself can be traumatic. When you're a teenager and you go through growing spurt, growth spurts, you find that your bones ache because your body is having to adjust to the dramatic growth. You're suddenly three, four, six inches longer and taller and bigger than you were before, right? So your body has to feel that pain. We call it growing pains, but we sweep it aside. But growing pains exist in every part. The toughest growing pain is often in our mind. Because we have to adjust to this new reality. We have to say, there are sayings that people have for this. You know, you say you're getting too big for your britches, right? We expect people to be who they've always been, to be the same size, not just in terms of physical, but in terms of mental and financial. You are who you are. Well, that's not really true. We know that you can become a bigger, better version of yourself. You're supposed to outgrow your britches. You're always supposed to be growing and getting better and moving faster. But what happens is the trauma of that for yourself, and then there's a trauma of leaving people that you've known maybe for your entire life, you're behind, right? And so success can be very lonely because when you move into this new realm, you don't know anybody there. Maybe there are people that you've imagined getting to know or meeting one day, but you never imagined that you would be one of them. Or maybe you did, but still becoming in that reality, you have to embrace that mentally psychologically before you can get there physically in reality. And so there is that whole process that you need to make that adjustment. And so the beauty of a mastermind is that it creates this place of acceptance for you, right? So you belong here because one, you paid to be here, but two, it's because you have the mindset to understand, I need to be in a place like this. I need to be in a place of growth. I don't believe that I'm the smartest person in the room. Nobody joins a mastermind because they believe that they're better than everybody else there. They believe that they are amongst at least equals financially or equals in mindset, right? And so you're pouring into one another. You may not recognize exactly what it is you have to bring to the table, but you will see that once you're in that place. And so that supportive network, which encourages you, which draws from you as well as supports into you, it allows you to acclimate yourself to that new space so that the growing pains are eased now you feel like oh i belong here i've grown i've expanded amongst these other people people who are like me and who want the same thing that i want to be great 
And we're willing to invest in ourselves to do it and invest in one another as far as our time and our resources and our knowledge to make those contributions so that we all walk along this powerful, powerful journey together. Yeah. It's that again, back to that circle, back to that togetherness and the willingness to invest in yourself to see that success is so vitally important. All right. Last one on here. What is a, a tip, a tactic or an actionable item that a listener right now, if they took it in and acted that over the next 30, 60, 90 days, they'll see some form of result from Frederick. One thing I talk about, I talk about this in my book, Breaking Orbit, is that everybody is created with a gift. And understanding your gift is one of the most powerful things that you can do. We sometimes believe that other people are more special than us, or that most people are regular and that a few people are special. And one of the things I come to understand is that everyone has a unique and special and powerful gift to create an impact in the world. And no matter where you are, what you're doing, you can use that gift to create exponential results. The most powerful thing about that realization is that it frees the blockages from you. A lot of times we need permission. We have excuses. We have fear. But there are three laws of giftedness that I talk about that can impact people in a powerful way. The first law is that everybody is created with a special gift. You have to accept that. That means that you, I, every listener on this podcast has a special, unique, and powerful gift. The second is that every gift has a purpose. And so it's funny, we believe that doorknobs and hammers and screwdrivers all have purposes, that cars and trees all have a purpose. But human beings, we're created and we have to go and find one, right? which doesn't make sense. I believe we're all created with a gift and a gift gives us purpose. The third thing is that no gift can fail at the purpose for which it was created. In other words, your gift can never fail. Why is that important? Because failure is the number one thing. Even the fear of success is really a fear of failure. You're afraid that if you succeed, then you will fail at a more spectacular level. And so that holds us back from taking action, which is where we get results. So if you understand that your gift will never allow you to fail, right? Birds always fly. Water always flows. The wind always blows. The sun always rises. Everything in the nature, in the natural realm, always fulfills its purpose. So if you are walking in your gift, if you are moving in your purpose, you're not going to fail. You may not get the results that you think you will get initially, but you will learn, you will adapt, you will grow. You're not going to fail. Keep moving forward because that is the way that we're supposed to move in this world. Nothing moves backwards. Everything moves forwards. So those three laws, everyone has a gift, every gift has a purpose, and your gift cannot fail. If you remember that, you will see exponential results in your life in the next 30 to 60, 90 days. Wow. I love it. Just flow like the water. I'm looking forward to listening to this after we finish this episode. And I love how we've wrapped that up. We've got Frederick, the founder of the seven figure circle million dollar mastermind. Frederick, I appreciate you and thank you for spending the time and letting us into what you've got going on with the mastermind. Again, thank you. Brandon, it was an honor to share this time with you, man. I appreciate the conversation. Thank you for listening to The Mastermind Effect, your secret weapon for personal development. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to share with a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe through your favorite podcast host so you won't miss a single episode. 
you're one step closer to experiencing the mastermind effect.